Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fixie Stevens. for 19. Second consecutive excellent first half. Now can he sustain it? Because he didn't in Pittsburgh. He struggled after the break. Looks to throw. On the move. He's in trouble. And he throws an interception right into the hands of Willie Gay. Different game, same story for Zappi. Out of the halftime break, different guy gets intercepted. And the Chiefs have it in the doorstep. Old first halfy zappy at it again. Hey, for those of you who were looking for at least one decent, if not competitive, half of football against the reigning Super Bowl champions, coming from your 3-10 and favorite Foxborough football squad, coming off of their surprising Thursday night football win against Mitchell Trubisky and the Pittsburgh Steelers, hey, you got what you wanted. And for those of you who were looking for the Patriots to lose today so as to not relinquish control of the second overall pick in the upcoming 2024 NFL draft, you also got what you wanted today. So, hey, as far as I'm concerned, though the final score may indicate otherwise, it was a win-win Sunday in Patriots Nation. You know how back in the good old days it was always, all they do is win, 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 no matter what, what. Guess what? All they did today was win. What's that now? They gave you a first. They gave you an entertaining half of football on Tay-Tay ish. Day. Entertaining. Well, the first half was entertaining-ish. Probably most the most you could ask for a backup quarterback who'd been previously released by the same team that he was playing for back with next to no weapons whatsoever against a very good football team, motivated, angry, coming off of a very disappointing affair last Sunday. So you were predicting house. the upset. No, I said, uh, no, remember my bet on six rings, my FanDuel Sportsbook bet of the week was Chiefs money line, but the Pats to cover. That's why I was hoping maybe they would have gotten a field goal at the end, because then I would have been able to, as they say in the wagering world, Andy, middle it. I did not successfully do that. And today marks the first time that the Chiefs have ever defeated the Patriots in the Patrick Mahomes era, scoring more than 26 points. So we got that going for us. Which is nice. It's not nice. It's not very nice. But guess what is nice? It's almost Christmas. <laughs> Only seven days till Christmas, everyone. We are going to do our best to find all the positives. I think we actually just found all of them. Good night, everybody. This has been the Six Oh, Rings no, there's more. Show. Come on. No, there's a lot. Don't lots. be so negative. Marty lots. Mapu, Kevin Harris, mm. Mario Douglas. Yeah. Kadarius Tony doesn't play for us. That's a positive. That's a huge positive. You know who wishes he played for us? Well, he kind of did play for us. Actually, actually he was the, one of the best players on the field for the Patriots today. Hilarious Tony truly may have the worst hands I have ever seen in the NFL. But not bad enough. Because had they been bad enough, the ball goes right through your hands and then falls incomplete. But when you slow it down enough and it like bounces off your shoulder and your helmet and stays in the air long enough for a defender to get it, uh, Patrick Mahomes... The energy with which he went after the officials last week, mm-hmm. if I'm Tony and I see Holmes, Mahomes coming, I walk the other way because I think he could kill me. I think he could literally lose his ever-loving you-know-what and just go postal on my ass. That that reaction or overreaction, the histrionics, the meltdown, 
the uh, teetering on disgraceful performance by Patrick Mahomes following the loss to the Bills last week. I see why. Swearing at midfield. I totally understand. If I worked with that I kind of do. I work with you. But if I worked with that guy, try. Yeah, I would lose my mind, too. Because yep. that is in... It's enough of a struggle already, right? He was fighting to avoid his first three-game losing streak of his career. Mm-hmm. He's fighting to avoid going on the road in the postseason for the first time in his career. Mm-hmm. He's also and, watching his stats get flushed down the toilet. Yeah, he gets credit for that interception. Mm-hmm. People like you people, you people, Patriots fans, hey, look at all those interceptions. He's got the same number of interceptions as Matt. Right, right off. Can you go back to the COVID couch, please? Can I? Yeah, go right ahead. I re-get COVID. The show. <laughs> the show. Hey, uh, Braverman, get Lions on line two. Just have him on standby in case Hart falters, leaves. Uh, it is funny. I, that's one, I'm not that's here, one. they win. I'm here, they lose. Yes, ex- uh, funny. Coincidence? I think I not. I think not as well. Maybe it's just the car. Not irony, universe. though. Not irony, Joe Braverman. You need to call Alanis and you two need to study together. That it is not ironic. It's appropriate. Yes, that that is one of the more poorly constructed songs in pop culture history. Nothing that actually but takes place in that song. No, it's a it's, it, it's a lyrically it is a yeah. lyrically inaccurate song, but it's a fine. catchy and fun. That's fine. It's fine. Just who, who knows? Suspension right? of disbelief. Sure. Movies, just, music, just sports. Go, just go ahead. Pretend the Patriots won. Time. Okay. Hey, you're doing it. <laughs> I'm looking for all the positives I can possibly divine from today's game. Once again, yes. Hello, everybody. Andy Hart is back. The Gridiron Grinch, who's literally wearing a Grinch sweatshirt here in studio today, has Mr. returned to form. Grinch. And as you can tell, he is throwing high heat here in the first inning as well. He is oh, you like should have heard what I was mean. saying in the back he has, room. He has come after me, Pats fans, the New England Patriots, members of the other team. I mean, this is... Bill uh, Belichick, Taylor when they call, Swift. When they call Who you bitches an, more about the refs? 617-779-7927. When they call you an equal opportunity offender, at least I like the fact that you live up to billing and reputation. Yeah, damn right. Yes. I keep it consistent. Uh, we have received... We, this is the Six Rings Postgame Show. We are live here on WEEI 93.7 FM, of course, across the WEEI Sports Radio Network and the Odyssey app as well. You can join the program at any time, 617-779-7937. If you are in traffic... On your way out of Gillette Stadium today, on Route 1, coming out of the Razor. I saw a bunch of you, even though it was a decent game, leaving at the half. I feel you, bros. We've got a lot of stuff going on during the holidays. We do not judge. We just like to engage, and sometimes, depending on how Andy's feeling, enrage in our discussion. We'll be here till 725 tonight, at which point we will throw it to Westwood One's coverage of Sunday Night Football. We will take the head coach, Bill Belichick. Could Bill Belichick be in less than the final quarter of his coaching career in New England? Could this have been his second-to-last home game? As HC of the NEP, I'm sure someone is going to ask, and he will definitely not answer, but that's why we listen to those post-game pressers. We'll hear from Bailey Zappi as well, who had a pretty good first half and then kind of turned back into the Texas pumpkin that we've known him to become in a lot of second halves as well. We will talk to Christian Fourier later in the program, get his spin and take on how things went down. We'll check in with our beat reporter, who has now reverted to beatdown reporter because no one's feeling too good about the way things have gone lately in Patriots Nation. Mike Cadlick will join the program. And, of course, you, the Foxborough frustrated, the Patriots people, Andy calls you you people, and how you're feeling after today's game. So aside from aside from the fact that the Patriots still have, a, in a dare I say, firmer or more firm grasp, of the second overall pick in the 2024 draft. Oh, yeah. Uh, we sure do. Um, we and get Matthew Slater to do that path- at the end of the year. How do you feel about the second pick in the 2024 NFL draft? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. By the way, it might be the first pick since the Panthers beat the Falcons. I, wait. Now, we screwed that pooch last week. Oh, did they really? The Panthers beat the Falcons? 9-7 to seven, your final score. What a game. 
What? But then, what a good time for everyone that attended that one. And Nine no one seven. Did. Did, you, did you see how much this? You could have gotten a quarter. Yeah, that's my new uh, thing. I wanted to put away with those stupid stats. If, it was five cents for a ticket. Yeah, it should be. It's only smart business when the game five time has begun cents. to actually take cash for something that is being devalued and becoming worth nothing. It should be four hours before. If you don't tell me what the tickets cost four hours before, I don't want to hear about it. No, this was two days ago. No, I, but the, the, yeah. the cents wasn't, was it? 45 cents two days ago? Yes. I don't believe that. I screen grabbed minute. it and sent it to a relative oh, in Charlotte. And his response- Everything on the internet's real. I've checked it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You should see some of the things people can do on the internet. One guy got hit by lightning three times on the same street. Mm -hmm. Got up, hit, got up, hit. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, Yeah, tickets were pretty darn cheap to that one, as they they should have been as well. So wait a second. The Panthers just won, but they still hold the number one overall draft pick, which is going to go to DeBears. Well, yeah, because you screwed up and won last week. Because oh, right, they only have two wins. If we hadn't yeah. won last week, if they had found a way to lose a game that they kept trying to hand to Mitchell Trubisky, and then he was like, "Sorry, bro, I actually don't want this." I really <laughs> or if hate that winning. one guy had just run past Ezekiel Elliott, touchdown, right? Win. Or if the refs had actually called Jelani Tavai offsides when he was offsides. when they should have, as opposed to making but I'm sure up fans a will want to bitch about the refs. Well. Or oh, but the refs actually screwed you last week by allowing you to win. <laughs> Chess. Well. Why would the why would the refs help the Patriots win in Pittsburgh, but then be to against, screw them to screw the Patriots. to steal the win so they can't get the high still pick? In all the refs hate the Patriots. Didn't you know that? Don't you read Twitter and text lines and things of that nature? Eh, I mean, they hate everybody. No, they, they suck. They terrible. hate nobody. They suck. Today was a hockey league game too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's not, not good. good. No, you know, he's not good at all. No, his dad wasn't either. He just nope. had. You know, he was just fun to look at in a shirt or whatever. He's ripped. Yeah, the gun show. Most overrated thing ever. It's like. Distract me from your ineptitude by being jacked. Biceps? <laughs> biceps? Aren't biceps basically just like the... Yes. Curls are for girls? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you're going to tell Kevin Harris that? You don't need those? Oh, man. He's a hoss. Because his thighs are useful. Yes, they are. He's a quadzilla. We're all over the map. Who's hosting Yeah, we show? are. I was going to say, nobody. We this, should this, rein this in. This is a driverless Come on, it's a three-win football team we're talking about I in December, the week before Christmas. I, pull it together. I pull what together? The it's team. a disaster. The fan base. It's, I gotta say, the honestly, energy. This today's today's post game is going to mirror the effort of the game as well as the a, the attitude and the energy at the stadium today. Kind of all over the place. You had energy at the stadium, but it was brought by the opposing fan base. There were more people interested in Tay Tay than there were anyone else on the field or the results of the Patriots Chiefs yeah, game. But John Bon Jovi kind of second fiddle. There. Oh he's my like, God! He's a star why ringing the John, bell. Why would John like the Patriots answer like, "Oh yeah, you're going to bring Taylor Swift to the game"? Well, we'll answer with a Bon Jovi, and everyone was like, eh, "I don't really care." He was big like 40 years ago. Yes, yeah, great. <laughs> also, you can pick up the phone, and he can come whenever right. you want. Yeah, he'll be here. I mean, he's Biff's with Bob uh, or and Bill at this point now, right. so it doesn't matter. He'll always be there. It seemed like a weird. They tried to flex on her, and it was like, that's not a flex. I'm a. She's like, who is that old I dude? I sell multiple. He's got nice hair, but who is yeah. he? <laughs> he looks good. Nice jeans. What a strange day. What a strange day. And by the way, since we're on it real quick, uh huh. I'm not a fan of the uh, keeper of the light rings the bell thing. I would make that disappear like the 16 and 0 banner. Just quietly, you look up, and it's no longer there. Well, you can't demolition the lighthouse. No, 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 no. The keeper of the light, which to me mm-hmm. should have something light based. There should be like right. pow, pow, lights everywhere, cool something, not just a rinky dink bell that they roll in that's temporary and yeah, like you know, like or the, have a big ass bell on top of it that's like yeah, the size like of in Kansas City your head at the Kansas City. It's, it's not much bigger than yours. I know. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> 
Only three care. hours and ten minutes to go until just this a side show note. Is over. It, it's a minor aspect mm-hmm. of all that ails this organization. Yep. You need a new GM, a new head coach, a new quarterback, and right below that on the list, fourth is a new pregame ritual. Yeah, including if I may, if I may be honest, I've even suggested as much, or like I haven't, I wouldn't say I've suggested, but rather sort of just like asked aloud in a room full of people that do the things down at the stadium that happen before the pregame, like, hey, how about uh. Uh, maybe uh, maybe it's time to change Crazy Train up. Oh, they hate when you criticize the music. They hate it. Well, they no, are very a, sensitive. Hey, well, no, very. No, just like they're more the, sensitive than their... Bill Belichick when a call goes against his team the last two weeks. Wow. Wow. Have you noticed how you much been... he bitches about the refs? I have noticed a lot. And isn't noticed. that weird to you? Yeah, uh, but th- isn't that symptomatic or a sign of a team that is sort yes. of like in the rut that they are? Losing is undefeated. Yes. Losing has broken Bill Belichick mm-hmm. just like it breaks all men. Mm-hmm. Just like it broke and you And that's another season. sign of it. Broke me earlier in right. the year. Everybody. Mac. Nope. It, yep. it breaks everybody. Robert, Every, Jonathan. Will it break Zappy? Uh, no, I think he, I don't think so. I think he truly has that gunslinger mentality yep. that is unbreakable. That your guys have. A lot of mediocre quarterbacks have it. Like, mm-hmm. I think Gardner Minshew has it. My he's a guys? mediocre journeyman backup quarterback But he's type. got some moxie. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think, have chutzpah. it. You can play for eight teams and pretend you're good for a while at some, each stop along the way, but verve. you're not. A little zhuzh. I, I think Bailey moxie. Zappi has that. I, I do think he honestly has that. Now, if he could ever put together four quarters, he might actually have a win, too. Will we ever get a full Bailey Zappi game? Four quarters of excellent football? No. We got like a half to He doesn't game. have it in him. No, no, no. I've watched is, practice. Is it he I haven't seen have a full practice it, he, when he's He doesn't good. have it in him, or is it? it's definitely not the people around him. It's him. But also the people oh, yeah. around him work great today. How do you blame the people around him when he saw three Chiefs and he's like, yeah, I can throw this ball? <laughs> like, Actually, that's not as impressive as when he saw four Colts and said, I can throw this ball. Yes, that's what he do. That's what happens, though. Isn't that symptomatic, though? Or wouldn't you say indicative of a team that doesn't have enough talent on the field? So you have guys, I won't say playing out of position, but trying too hard. You end up No, I think to- that's what he does. He's a gunslinger. I, I just think that's who he is, what he does, the mentality he approaches it with. He doesn't have a great arm, which is a, an issue for a gunslinger. Usually gunslingers like Josh Allen, the reason Brett they are Favre. the way they are is because sometimes they can fit it in there. Sometimes mm-hmm. they can throw a frozen rope that zips by a couple. Right. He doesn't throw a frozen rope. It's not zipping by anybody it's zapping into their hands. No, it's more like a nylon sash. Yes. He, I mean, we all, I was very cruel about Mac Jones' you could throw. Have ju- you could have just ended it. I was no, very cruel. not always. Uh, Mac Jones' throw in Coltsland mm-hmm. in uh, Germany, Deutschland. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey Zappi's lob today over the head of Demario Douglas in the second half was almost as equally as bad a throw. It was a lob throw that somehow missed the intended target by about 12 yards. But those, but Mac Jones's throw and other previously poor throws uh, on the season were magnified by the stakes that were still being held at that time. Like now, there's nothing. Like except for but hey, it's an if NFL you win, game. I know, but there's like stakes. I, but it's. I weird. don't want to like, discredit and discount it, the competition that's going on on the field. It just didn't feel like it. Like let me let me just put it out like this. It just didn't really feel like it mattered that much. This was a matchup between the two winningest coaches in the history of the National Football League. Would you Did you know have, that? Would you have five hundred and fifty six wins between them? And would you have guessed that? And now there's 557 yeah. between them. Because I, as one of my uh, Twitter followers said when I tweeted out that stat, mm-hmm. <laughs> Reed may have a better chance to catch Don Shula than Bill does at this I point. I think we've even said that on six Yeah, well, it's, it's half joking. Not, no. If he goes to the Chargers, I think he's got a shot. Belichick? Yeah. Which he may want to do. Well, you think Reed's going to the Chargers? <laughs> Why'd you ask me Belichick? <laughs> I would think Belichick, Belichick and Reed in the AFC West would be some good theater coming up. Right now, unfortunately, Bill Belichick still with his New England Patriots versus Andy Reed. 
deigned to be great theater today. Turns out we had one decent half of football and then the second half that kind of just ran out of gas. But unlike us, we will not run out of gas. We will have steam, fuel, energy, and aplomb galore right up until 7.30 here on the Six Rings postgame show. So much to discuss. I see your calls are lining up here at 617-779-7937. We'll take a quick break. When we hear from the quarterback, the coach, and others, we will bring you those interesting people of Patriots interest live here on the postgame show. It's Fitzy. It's Hart.